Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Easy Peasy Show brought to you by Sonic. You can listen to every episode of the Easy Peasy Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you usually listen to your podcast on. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Today is August 4th of 2023. It is Friday. The weekend is here. And the Jets just scored a field goal. Football is back, baby. This is all we cared about. The Hall of Fame game is being played right now, and I couldn't be more excited even though NBC sucks and I can't watch it. I can at least watch the uh, delayed play-by-play on ESPN. And so, this is what I'm talking about. This is, I mean, August is here. Football is back. We don't have to keep forcing ourselves to talk about baseball anymore. Hey, 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 hey. Easy. What? What? Seriously? What? Anyways, so oh, wait, wait, hang on. Speaking of baseball, real quick, uh, if you're an LSU fan, something to be excited about. Uh, Dylan Cruz already got the promotion to single A from his rookie ball contract. So props to him. It was a really quick call up there or promotion. I should say, I don't want to say call up, but um, <clears throat> as if, if you're a Nationals fan, something to be pretty, uh, pretty excited about. Nice, nice. Good for him. And hopefully that's all the baseball we'll have to talk today. Moving on to bigger and better things. Actually moving back to the bigger and better thing, the Hall of Fame game. Uh, I know Zach Wilson's probably out there tearing it up right now. Mm-hmm. I know Aaron Rodgers called him a little boy or whatever. I really, I kind of mm-hmm. speed read the quote or whatever, saying like, oh, I'm proud little of him. You know, was like it a little um, brother? I don't know. It was something. So. Something crazy that I know Zach Wilson just loved to hear. So now he's going to go out there and throw a 400-yard game. No, what are you stamp doing it will look back somebody, on it tomorrow. What are you doing if uh, the guy they brought in to replace you is calling you a little boy? Oh, I mean, I guess it depends on the guy who they brought in to replace me. If it's Aaron Rodgers, I'm not doing much. Well, how are you feeling, I should say? How Probably hurt. <laughs> Probably hurt. Probably had to go sleep with another mom or something. Mm, hey, no shame in that. Yeah, I guess Speaking not. Of, have you seen his? I have not. Oof. That's Oof. that's all there is. Go look her up. Oh right, yeah, I will. I'll definitely never um if I get the chance to. You know what? Actually, I'll do it right now. That's his mom. <laughs> yes. Looks like looks like his sister. I know. That is crazy. That's a that's like a cultist gene pool right there or something. That's that's creepy. Anyways. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of weird stuff. A lot of weird stuff going on with that family. But yes, anyways, we are very excited. Football is back. Um turning stone. Um, also, another in other football news, Zach Charbonnet is back. The only reason that we care about that is because he's on my fantasy team. So, I like Zach congrats, Zach. Um, do you, Kim, you hate anything that comes out of UCLA? I've heard you say those words before. Anyways. No, oh, yeah, he, you hate the Sissy Blues, too. Dude. I hear you say that all the time. And how no, much you love Coach O. <laughs> yeah, but, I love Coach O. Anyways, oh, Arizona. Some deep discussions with the Big 12. Oh, my gosh. Is the Pac-12 going to be a conference come next no, week? No, absolutely not, there's dude. No, what are they going to no do? Way. What could they do? 
They're gonna uh get. I mean, it's done. They're gonna inherit though the. Uh, what's it? What's it called? It's not. It's not the whack anymore. Uh, Mountain West. They're gonna inherit the Mountain West Conference with San Diego State, San Jose State, <laughs> and like retain like Washington State. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty tough. Everyone's bailing, bailing away from there. Man, did you see that? Uh, Oregon uh showed some that they showed their uniforms today, and they didn't even have a Big Ten patch on them. Mm, really, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. Two days ago, they posted pictures of more uniforms that did have uh had SEC logos on them. <laughs> no, they did have uh Pac-12 logos on them though. Mm. And two days later, so hmm. not good news for the Pac. Yeah, ain't that something? Ain't that something, man? Football's back, baby. This is what I'm talking about. Look at us. Oh man, I know the general public's excited too. Um, anyways, and uh, staying on football even more, Tom Brady is now a minority owner of a football club <laughs> in England. I thought it was going to stop. Birmingham City minority football. Oh, calm down, calm down, bro. Just just because he's rich and white, does it? You know, we're not even going to get into that. Look, uh, Birmingham City. Football club now has another owner, Tom Brady. You know, uh, the rich Americans are loving to take over soccer in England. And I don't, I don't know what the fad is with that. Lionel Messi tried to get away from there, from uh, the, yeah, the promptest he, soccer, I should say. And now the Americans are all into it. I know Larry Nance Jr., I know he's like an owner. Um, who who else? Uh, not an owner, co owner of Leeds, Leeds United. Um, Larry Nance Jr. But yeah, sorry. That's um, I didn't realize that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is uh, LeBron part owner of some team now? I think he is. And then you know you got Ryan Reynolds too. So I mean, it's what about Ryan know. Reynolds one? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, comma T O O. But um, what, yep. Soccer's staying relevant about, now. Uh, Deadpool. I don't know. I'm excited for it, though. Deadpool 3 is going to be so good. Oh, absolutely. I have, obviously, high expectations for it, and I expect the expectations to be blown out of the water in a good way. Obviously off topic, but uh, I'm sure you saw there are rumors that Scarlet Witch and Jean Grey are going to have a fight-off in that movie. I'm not impressed. Doesn't move me. Yep. Exactly. I did see. Um, let's keep it up with Twitter today because for some reason entertainment news is What's that? relevant right now. Oh, uh, sorry, X. I was on X today, oh, and God, dude, every time I scroll past it on my phone, I'm like, "What the hell is this?" But um, I saw that Huey from the Boys was supposed to be the Human Torch, or he was rumored to be, and then the rumors got shut down immediately. And now, um, what's his face from Stranger Things? Eddie is that his name, the one that they killed off. Spoiler alert. Like they brought him back, they brought him into season three, and they killed him off immediately, pretty much. I'm interested. But yeah, there. I think rumors are that he's going to be the Human Torch. So that'll be interesting. Anyways, back to back Did to sports. Do we get sports. a solo from him in this movie too? Uh, sure as hell, hope not. Anyways, moving on. So yeah, I think that that's it for for NFL at least. For football, which is unfortunate, other than we're excited that it's back. But uh, moving on to some uh, weekend events, 
Obviously, the biggest event of the year. Diaz and Paul are going to be boxing mm-hmm. in what should be a slobber knocker. Mm. Should reel in more money than McGregor and Mayweather. There's plenty of things this fight's going to do. Trust me. It's not a money grab. Trust me. Trust me. (laughs) Yeah. Are you kidding me? Nate Diaz, dude? He's like the ultimate boxer. Yeah. I mean, come on. He's the most conventional, traditional boxer you've ever seen. It's not like he slaps people in the middle of the octagon. No. It's totally not like he got a move named after him. Can we get the odds on a... uh... Want to slap in the boxing ring? Can you slap with the gloves on? I'm, I'm sure Nate will find a way. Yeah. I'm sure Nate's going to find a way. But yeah, He's um, going to find a way to flip him off in the middle of the ring, too, somehow, somewhere. Yeah, he'll, he'll lay down like his brother. In the or stun the ball and then point at him. <laughs> yes, he's he's going to do something. He's going he's gonna to be sure the crowd gets their money. He's, um, which I guess that's all that really matters to him You know, you know now, you know. So... But- yeah, we got going that going on. Sorry, my phone keeps blowing up because Arizona's trying to dip on out of there. Um, so we got that going on Saturday. And let's see. So that should be, I guess, a decently interesting fight. But moving on to more interesting fights. We got, you know, actually before we do that, I would like to mention something near and dear to me and you both, Peyton, which you may have forgotten about already. But it is that we can now gamble on slam ball. Yes. I mean, this is a big moment in sports history. Uh, the mob runs deep, mob ties. It's um, it's them or nothing this year, in my opinion, from, the, from the two games I've watched. And, uh, you know, it's just not much to be said other than, the, you know, like I said. Warriors, but they'll get that shit. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. Precisely. Yes, that's – but that's – um. That's equally exciting as anything else going on. And uh, real quickly, I'll touch on this because I know me nor you are really prolific in golf with the Wyndham Championships going on right now. Uh, Russell Henley uh, taking – he's uh, eight under par. He's currently in the lead. He has sole position of first. Uh, obviously, they still got to play through the weekend. But uh, followed closely behind, seven under par, got uh, Svensson and Hanan. Um, they're both – they're all doing pretty good. Uh, let's say Henley will uh, tee off tomorrow at 6.45 a.m. That's why I couldn't be a golfer. Uh, mm. I see Adam Scott's tipping off at noon, though. That would totally be me. You know, have a you know good bit of time to get some beers in and then go to the, um, you know, <laughs> swing some clubs at a ball. I mean, it's no different than baseball. Uh, anyways. See how many clubs I can break. Yeah. I mean, I told you, you'd have to happy Gilmore. I mean, there's got to be at least one happy Gilmore That's in the tour somewhere. I mean, there's not much else to do. I mean, I'm, I don't know how serious you can take it. I, mean, I, I do need to get into golf. It seems, seems relaxing, street, but so. yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you might as well commit to the whole, you know, I still got golf thing anyways. Just really be flamboyant with it. Be over the top. Yeah. But, uh, I would like to get into golf. It's just so expensive, dude. So it's just like, come, like, come on, man. I can't. Yeah. It, I just, it seems like fun. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Did I tell you about the time that I, uh, I was I was asked to leave the course because I was taking too long and the people behind me were getting aggravated? No, you did not. Yeah, that happened. 
That sounds about right. <laughs> oh, what Jets got another been... field goal. Mm. This is what I'm talking about, baby. NFL. NFL, baby. Oh, yes. Come on. What is there not to be excited about? I could talk about this all night. What is there not to be excited about? The Browns. Yes, fair enough. Yes, stay away from the massage parlors in Cleveland. The masseuse is safe. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And um, the men's national team gearing up for the uh, World Cup. You know, not like the Olympics or anything, but still pretty valuable. They're they all. I believe they all showed up to camp today. They're all getting their work in in Vegas. I think they'll be playing exhibition games pretty soon. Um, I know they're supposed to play Puerto Rico. Last time I checked, is their first exhibition game in Vegas. Um, not sure when that's going to happen. Like I said, I didn't really keep up with that. I just was seeing on Twitter today. All of them were getting checked in and getting all their jerseys and stuff. So, should be interesting. I expect all the boys. You know, it's not like we have, you know, LeBron James and mm, I'm trying to think, as you know, because all the top players are international. So I got to like go down the list. Hmm. You know, it's not like we have like Tatum, Booker, James out there playing for us, but I mean, at the end of the day, our mid-level talent should be steps should be above enough. other countries' top talent. Yep. So don't forget when uh, somebody said, "Imagine how good the U.S. national team would be in soccer if Giannis was our goalie." I don't know. Just I don't think they realized. Does he know? <laughs> Precisely. But yeah, that's all the uh I feel like I covered a majority of the sports news that was going on for Thursday and today. I'm not sure if there's anything more you need to uh if you wanted to say anything. Uh no, not really. Uh boring. Sadly it's still pretty slow. It's getting there though. Yeah, like I say, we're ramping up, ramping up. These are exciting times to be in. And that's what I'm about right now, dude. Like I said, I mean, I could use anything in my life right now, football related. Anything other than baseball. Yeah. The UFC is pretty much the only UFC and Formula One. Formula One's on a break right now. UFC UFC's been going strong. They've had like ten fights in a row. I say fights in a row, but ten cards in a row. So that's really the only thing that's been keeping me afloat. But like I said, I'm happy that football's back. Baby not much to yeah, complain uh, about there. There's actually uh somebody no idea who this even is. Um, I mean, I, I don't follow this guy on Twitter, nothing, but he just pulled an old tweet from me from 2021. Hmm. Um, it should be good. That said, uh, I'm not a Jets fan, so I couldn't care less. I was just stating the stats were inaccurate, but I do think Wilson will be a good NFL quarterback talking about Zach Wilson. Um, <laughs> man, uh, yeah, I, I whiffed on that one. Hey, it's it's all right. Yeah, that's what hot takes are for. I mean, they're hot for a reason. Uh, I'm not sure if you consider the hot take at a time or if you're like actually legitimately, you know, sold into that, bought into that. I should say. Well, sometimes I, I do tend to trust the NFL GMs taking quarterbacks that high up. Sometimes, um, and I, I liked Wilson's tape in mm-hmm. college. I think he was. I, obviously, he was kind of a project piece. I do think he has. I, I do think he still has some potential there, but 
I don't know. He has to be yeah, in the Zach Wilson mixtape. <sighs> he just said, yeah, never mind. We're training everything for Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. <laughs> they said, I've seen enough. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why this dude had to do this to me. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> so Twitter is a lawless, I mean, a ruthless and lawless land, it feels like. You can see I've never interacted with this man in my life, and he's pulling my tweets from 21. <laughs> I mean, what is, what's going on, dude? Uh, he probably searched something in the um, hot bar, and you're the first thing to pop up. He must have been scrolling for a while. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if he searched enough keywords, I mean, you may have been the one and only thing to pop up. Maybe so. I might be the only person that said that has Zach Wilson good in their tweet. <laughs> Probably. Probably. But who knows? Maybe years down the road, we'll, we'll all be looking back on this as Zach Wilson surpasses Tom Brady. Let me cook. <laughs> then you can pull that tweet back out and be like, ha ha. Yeah. He did, he did say, don't worry, bro. I got my old, own old takes that were bad. I'm sure, sure we all do. Yes, absolutely. I'm sure we all do. I don't. Uh, well, on that on that subject, what, what what do you think would be your worst uh, football take of all time, or not just football, but sports take in general? My worst sports take. I don't know. Not to brag, but you know, I'm pretty much like spot on with all my predictions. I've called the past yeah, six true. Super Bowl winners in a row preseason. Yeah. Um, slight word. I mean, yeah, I mean that, that that's pretty easy. Um let's see, I'm pretty solid on my uh on my college basketball brackets, my March Madness brackets. Um didn't look too pretty last year. You know what? Actually I will say last year I had Arizona or I say last year, but I guess this year, March Madness, I had Arizona going into the championship game against UConn and Arizona bowed out in the, in the first round as a two seed. Yeah. So um that was uh that was a pretty we, that was pretty bad by me. But we uh don't speak of Arizona. Yes, March Madness is just, is just very tough to predict. If you're not me, I can predict the winners though. <laughs> of course. Yes, absolutely. Go UConn, no, baby. They won't be plenty aside, of money. All jokes aside, what are we what are we saying our worst sports take of all time is? Dude, I don't know. I don't have any evidence of like bad sports takes by me. I'm you not I'm not airing either? my stuff out. No, I'm not airing my stuff out on Twitter. No, I mean I don't I don't air all my opinions out on Twitter either. What, but, am I supposed to be keeping a list of all my takes? Like this is you know no, but like, like NBA on TNT. Who's somebody that you were convinced was going to pan out in like the NFL or NBA and just didn't? Patrick Queen. Hmm. Yeah, but no, he's okay now next to Roquan Smith. He's so, uh, oh my God, you see, that's what I said. I don't know. I really don't, man. You get, you got me stumped. Mm, uh, I, just, I can't Rashad come up with Bateman. bad takes. What about him? Mm, you thought he was going to be good. Uh, he's a wide receiver one. It, come again? He's a wide receiver one. A wide receiver one on bench? Uh, he's injured right now. You keep exactly. up with the news. Can't stay. I mean, can't stay healthy, bro. He's got injured like Odell. once. Odell. Well, Odell's a wide receiver one now. That's my point. 
I mean, I don't and get, I mean, Zay Flowers is projected to be water receiver too. I mean, yes, but guess, I mean, you act like we have Zay Odell Flowers signed is... for the next six years. Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. You act like we have Odell signed for the next six years. He's uh, just I here mean, as a lease. Hmm. That's true, but still, Bateman ain't water receiver one, bro. Uh, he is on the Ravens. Fair. Well, you expect every team to have Cooper Cups and Devontae Adams mm-hmm. and Jamar Chases and Justin Jeffersons? I mean, seriously. No, of course not. So what's your definition of wide receiver one, then? A true – so my, my – they could go to teams such as that and compete for wide receiver one, like um, – so like, like the obviously, Cooper Cups so, okay, and the Devontae here's Adams my thing. Here's and the my, Justin but, Jeffersons and the Jamar Chases. But here's my thing. But here's my thing. If he's a true wide receiver one, he's and he's getting beat out by a rookie wide receiver. Is he truly a wide receiver one? He's injured right now. What? Wait, am I missing something? It doesn't matter if he's injured, man. But he can't play right now, so he's a wide receiver. Nothing but he's right not now. Not as good. Because he's injured. What am I missing? What am I missing? What are you trying to say that I'm missing? Never mind. Just, just don't worry about it, man. I don't know what. I don't know how to spell it out from to you. Well, well, then, well then try. Maybe you speak clear no, English. I mean, and we I'm, can get through this together. I was speaking pretty, pretty, pretty clear. Okay, so he's but, not a wide receiver one because he's injured, but he's being outplayed no, no. by other people because he's injured. So therefore, he's no, not a wide not receiver because one. He's injured because he's better. Who, who's better? Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham Jr. I, I have yet to see Zay Flowers play even a preseason game in the NFL. I cannot comfortably predict. I'm telling you, he's better than Rashad Bateman. I, I sure hope he is. That'd be awesome. I'm like, I'm very confident in it. I mean, that'd be great. I have a high expectations for Zay Flowers too, but I haven't seen him play other than in college. You saw Bateman play in college. Actually, I, I didn't good. really, but well, he wasn't as good as A Flowers in college. Not that that always matters, but Jamarcus Russell, <laughs> yes, How Rashad Perryman, How could I forget? But no, I do think Rashad Bateman. As of now, Rashad Bateman is a wide receiver one. Or especially next year, I wouldn't. It's kind of hard to say with Odell on the team, but I don't know to say that Rashad Bateman isn't a wide receiver one. Whenever he was literally a wide receiver one last year, but I mean, it's, okay. it's just like we're going off of the Ravens. Mm-hmm. The wide receivers for the Ravens are not exactly how do I say good. They weren't used well, I'd say. I feel like any team would be happy to have Rashad Bateman. Yeah, as a deep threat, not necessarily as a wide receiver one, though. Well, you just said the wide receivers weren't good, though. I, and Devin I don't Duvernay, think I think, is more of a deep threat. But I'm just saying people would like to have Rashad Bateman as a deep threat. I'm not denying that. Whatever, whatever. We'll, we'll agree to disagree here. We'll hmm. I don't know. Rashad Bateman is not a wide receiver one when he was a wide receiver one last season. It's just a, a 
the one of the greatest takes of all of all time. Speaking of hot takes, put him on the Saints. Is he wide receiver one with the Saints? No, I mean, I'd hope not with Michael Thomas and Chris Olave. He's not even better than Chris Olave. So, oh, oh, so we're saying conditionally wide receiver one. What I mean is, so like, we're cherry picking different situations where he's we not can wide receiver pick almost one. Any team, and you can say their their receivers better than him on every team almost. Just because so that's what I said. We're, so we're cherry five, picking the situations where no, no, we're no, calling a wide receiver one. Bottom five uh, wide receiver core in the league doesn't make you a wide receiver one. Just because you're the best or the worst. So you're so you're using the term like and like whenever we started this debate here. When I said you're calling like wide receiver ones, you mean like the Cooper Cups or the Devontae Adams, the that upper echelon wide receivers. You're calling them wide receiver ones. Not uh, based okay, on their yes, position yes. on no, the no, depth no, chart, oh, yeah. yes, but based I off am. their talent. I am, yes. Okay. Well, that's all you had to say instead of arguing that that wasn't the case. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be. No, shut up. Anyway, me is not wide receiver one. Yeah, okay, I guess not in your eyes, not in your your weird little made up little talent hierarchy tree pyramid look, thing know, going look, on I here. Know have, I know you're biased towards the Ravens, dude, but oh, dude, I don't I don't care about Rashad Bateman. You know you know what happened whenever we no. lost him last season? Absolutely nothing. Nothing changed on the trajectory of our team. Believe me, I know. So and not to say I don't care about Rashad Bateman. I think he's a good wide receiver and I think he does mean a lot, but I'm just saying there was the wide receivers weren't the problem last year for the Ravens. Not entirely. No, they they weren't the problem at all. Not I entirely. think yes, obviously, obviously, yes, you'd love to have more wide receiver talent if you're a team Being like the that Ravens. They went and got Odell, I would agree. But I would think yes, they agree with that. And too. Aguilar, and they were like t- like closely tied to DeAndre Hopkins yeah. and stuff. But Aguilar. That and they drafted. Not only did they sign a top wide receiver in free agency, but they drafted and used a round one pick on a wide receiver. So kind of shows, you know, where they thought they were lacking on the depth chart. And I agree that they are lacking in that particular area. But I also think <laughs> think that this, your team's your team's only as good as your offensive coordinator. And thank goodness they get rid of the national threat that is uh, he he who shall remain unnamed. Greg Roman. I said, "He who shall remain unnamed." We don't mention that name around here. Mentioned it today on Twitter, to you actually. Yeah, no, and I, I, I had to stop everything I was doing at work because I got a little worried. <laughs> did you like that tweet though? No. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I did. I just didn't like just seeing that guy's name. Yes, no, I understand. I understand. It probably brought you PTSD. Yes, because well, you're because t- you sent me the tweet and it said like, "What is Greg Roman doing here?" You said something along those lines, and I oh, got a little concerned. Page, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I got a little concerned after um, I saw that because I thought he got like hired somewhere or something, mm-hmm. or like I thought he was spotted somewhere, and I was like, "Oh man." Mm. Uh, that's why I had to hurry up and check. I just, yes, I just saw that meme. But um, mm. anyways, uh, I think that's a, a good stopping point. If you would like to uh, perhaps move on to a little Nashville action going down for the UFC. 
Yeah, man. I'm uh, I'm ready for it. All right. I think obviously this isn't like a jam packed, like entertaining, you know, UFC 291 swashbuckler, but we, I think we do have some pretty even fights. Some of them I was able to do a little bit more research. Yes, absolutely. Some of them I was able to do more research on than others. So I may have some rudimentary takes, but I do believe they are in good faith. And like I said, I will make predictions once again in good faith, just because I feel like I owe you and the listeners that makes things more interesting. And I'm not saying I'm putting money on any of these, you know, but hmm. we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I want some money off the last card. Maybe I can win some money off of this one, but I got to see the weigh-ins first. I guess I hate, I freaking hate doing this song and dance where you, you're like, Oh yeah, man, this dude, this dude is going to dominate. And then, you know, he like, he's crawling in up to the scale, you know, looking homeless. And it's like, Oh, Maybe this wasn't the move, you know, <laughs> you know, like, oh, I'm definitely changing sides now. But anyways, we can move on to the fights if you'd like. Yeah. All right. You want me to have name duty or you want to try this go around or? Oh. Uh, I'll try my hand at it. I'm, I'm going to butcher <laughs> some of these. But there's only one way. It doesn't matter. We're here to learn. Don't worry. I'll I'll correct you and call you stupid if you're wrong. Yeah, there's only one way to uh to get better, right? Um, so we'll start off the card. Like Zach said, it's not jam packed with star power, but it is packed up with some pretty decent fights. It looks like uh it's probably gonna be a lot of close fights. So excited for that. But uh starting it off, we got Osborne versus Almabayev. Are you looking for me for confirmation of the pronunciation? Yes. Yeah, I say I'm a buy of. Yeah, I'm a if you just say it fast of, if yes, if you just say it fast enough, people will not quit question your pronunciation because it sounds like you're confident about the pronunciation. So, like, oh man, this guy, he pronounced the name <laughs> fast. He must really know what he's saying, you know. But yeah, you just fair. say it fast. It just you know, make roll fair. off the tongue. It don't really matter what you say. Yep. So Osborne, he's twelve and five overall, four and three in the UFC. Um, Almabayev is 17 and two overall and making his UFC debut. Um, Osborne kind of a balanced fighter, whereas <clears throat> Almabayev is more of a submission specialist. I do look for Almabayev to get it done by submission. Yeah, Almabayev, um, I wouldn't really call him a submission specialist. I think he does have submissions in his game. But he more or less, uh, at least from what I've seen, he definitely likes to get takedowns. And, and the thing he loves more than takedowns is having ground control. Now, obviously, when he can, he likes to uh, when he can he likes to sneak in the submissions. That's definitely not an all the time thing, though. And uh, I'm pretty sure he has a good bit of submissions on his record. Um, but he's yeah, making his debut. In, I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say he's making his debut into the UFC. Um, you know, I'm high on Osborne, but uh, I think there's a lot to be said about Amabayev. So. I got Amabayev winning by decision, um, mainly getting minutes on the ground. And like I said, I don't think Osborne's gonna. I think I think Osborne, like I said, in his in his own right, he's a good fighter. And, um, he's not the greatest of the stand up game, but he can hold his own. But I don't I don't see it. I don't foresee him being able to stuff the takedowns of Amabayev. Yeah, no, and I guess I should have picked my words a little bit more carefully instead of saying uh, submission specialist. 
I, I, that was yeah. You should have. You should have. Yes. Yes. So. I'm joking. It's okay. We all make mistakes. It happens. Um, moving on to the next. Easy part, names. Have... Easy names. Yes. 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 <laughs> um. Oh. Oh. This one's not even <laughs> on the UFC uh, website. Did the Woodson Ooh. fight get the Woodson fight? Did it get uh knifed? Mm, I don't think so. I can check really quick for oh, you. Oh, never mind, never mind. It's still one above th- it. Yeah, so I, 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 I think there's another fight before that one anyways. Yeah. Uh, the next fight is Cody Durden versus Jake Hadley. Easy fight. I mean, easy names to uh, pronounce. Love it. You mispronounced. Um, it's Hadley. No, I didn't. Get out of here. Yes, I'm um, Hadley is 10-1, 2-1 in the UFC, and Durden is 15-4 and 1, and 4-2-1 and in the UFC. Um, both are kind of balanced guys. Do look for Durden to get it done via TKO. Uh, I think it could be a pretty good fight, though. Yeah, yeah, it uh, it should be a pretty good fight. Um, I'm I'm really high on Cody Durden. I love me some Cody Durden. I've been a uh, fan, been a fan for a hot minute now. Or at least I think I first saw him fight like a year ago, maybe a little bit over a year ago. I can't remember who it was he fought, but it was, you know, he was pretty solid on the feet. But on the other hand, I think Jake Hadley, his um, his striking wasn't that good coming into the UFC, but man, he's uh, he's been getting better and better, and uh, he's just such a great volume guy. Uh, I'm not sure that Durden's going to be able to slow him down. And I think not only that, Durden cannot defend submissions to take his life. Oh, I'm sorry, to take his life. To, um, you know, what's, what's the saying I'm trying to think of? To save his life? He can't yeah. defend to save his life, which is literally what you're trying to do when you're trying to defend subs. Um, but he can get takedowns. So he'll try to stay on top. I just don't think he's going to be able to do it. Do it. And he's coming in on short notice. Um, not the greatest matchup for him. I got Hadley by submission. And like I said, I think he, he's going to be able to put that pressure on dirt and he's going to be able to sneak in a submission. Yeah. So for me, I, like I said, Durden, I have Durden. I just think Durden is just going to pull an upset. Um, I don't know. There's been a lot of upsets the past few weeks. So, yeah, if it goes to decision, it's definitely liable to be an upset because the judges are just absolutely bonkers nowadays. As a matter of fact, I do have some of my fight, my, some of my closer fights that go to decision. I do. I just pick the underdog solely based off the judges sucking. Yeah. But um, next fight is gonna be Woodson, Sean Woodson versus Dennis Bazooka. I butchered that. Just, just say Bazooka. Bazooka, Bozo, <laughs> whatever you, you want to say. <laughs> um, Woodson's three and one in the UFC, and Dennis is uh, eleven two overall, making his UFC debut. This fight is probably going to be pretty fun to watch. Um, both guys bringing pretty pretty good records here. Um, definitely two stand up guys. They're not not necessarily very. There's not much uh, wrestling between the two, so I'm looking for this to be kind of a slugfest. I, mean, yeah, I do it should have be uh, a... Woodson winning. Bye bye. Uh, T- TKO. Nice. All right. Um, yeah, I think even though these two guys they they do like to strike, um, it's not because these guys are just at the end of the day they're featherweights. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying featherweights don't have the most power. I'm just saying these two guys in particular don't have the most power. 
Um, shoot, I can't. You would be correct with the first statement too. Yeah, and um, you know, Bazooka. I'm just he doesn't. I can't. I really don't know his record that well. So I'm not really familiar with him. I think he's coming out on short two. notice for this fight. Oh, eleven and two, making his UFC debut. Oh, and he's making his UFC debut. Let me fall on the contender series. Um. Anyways, yeah, I mean, I don't have much research in this fight, but I'm just going to go with the uh, the vet here in Woodson. Uh, even though he hasn't fought in about a year, and I think Bazooka is a lot more active a fighter, I think Woodson's experience should kind of help him here. Uh, I think it's just going to be a close fight regardless. I'm going to have Woodson by decision. Yeah, and at the end of the day, I think uh, experience really matters for me. So, um, I think Woodson gets it done. Moving on. We have Jeremiah Wells versus Carlston Harris. Um, Jeremiah Wells, the the favorite. Carlston Harris, the slight underdog. Wells at 12, 2-1, 4-0 in the UFC, and Harris at 18-5 overall, 3-1 in the UFC. Both guys are pretty balanced. Um, but I do have Wells by decision here. I think he gets it done. It's interesting you have you have this fight going to decision. I have I have this fight. I say this there's no way this fight gets out of the second round uh, at the latest. Uh, these two guys, especially I'm uh, more familiar with Jeremiah Wells, seeing him fight a lot more recently. I think he fought Samuelsberger, won in split decision. But um, <laughs> somehow I love watching Jeremiah Wells fight. And mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're saying that it's surprising that you think this fight. Goes the distance, but him and Simmons, but Simmelsberger went the distance. I mean, yeah, absolutely, but I, mean, I think it's a little bit different here with um with Harris. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever seen Harris fight, but he is he is the what's the word unique. He has mm. I'm not sure he has had any technical training as far as boxing is concerned. So he's like boy, does this do have power, and um. Man, it's 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 fun to watch this. It's it's gonna be fun to watch this fight. This may be one of the more entertaining fights on the card. Uh, like I said, this fight's gonna someone someone is getting clocked here. Someone's getting starched, and it's and it's probably not gonna be pretty. But boy, is it gonna be an entertaining fight. I do have Carlson Harris by knockout, and a fight that's gonna be this close. I think it could go either way. It's literally gonna be just who lands who lands the hit because neither of these guys are gonna be able to defend striking. Neither of them can grapple. They both have a crap ton of power, but like I said, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna give the edge to Harris just because I like his fighting style just a little bit more. It's it's a lot more fun to watch. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hope his his unique style can get past Wells and yeah, find I him. Hear you. Uh, next we have Kyler Phillips versus Rayoni Barcelos. Um, I do have Barcelos by KO here. Uh, he's ten and two, four and one in the UFC. Whereas Barcelos is seventeen. Oh no, 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 I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Barcelos is seventeen and four, six and three in the UFC. Phillips is ten and two, four and one in the UFC. I kind of teetered on going both ways here, but in the end, I did go Barcelos. I do think I just like I said earlier, I just the experience in the UFC kind of kind of weighs differently for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that, and um, I think. Both these guys are relatively tough, and you know you're fighting a bantam weight. So once again, it's just a, it's just a matter of not that much power to be thrown around. Do I think a knockout can happen? Yes, I think if it's going to happen, though, it's probably going to come from the Phillips side. I'm not confident 
and Barcelos being able to get a knockout, I'd be probably just as confident. Actually, yeah, no, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm confident Barcelos being able to get a knockout, but I still think he's going to win. Um, but both these fighters are going to slow down as the fight goes on. They're both showing that they're going to do that. Um, they're going to come out round one, not really swinging, but just kind of, you know, putting pressure on each other. And you'll see as you watch this fight, it's going to be like, man, like round three is going to be like, she <laughs> like maybe they should have called this fight a round ago. Mm-hmm. But um, this is one of those fights that I was saying earlier that I was going to have. Yes, I'm going to predict this fight to go to decision. I'm going to predict that in a fight this close that the judges are going to get it wrong and they're going to go with Barcelos by decision. So probably split decision, Barcelos. You know, you want to be on that. You want to be on the underdog side whenever you go to a decision at this point, especially if it's going to be a close fight. Because you just, yeah. like I said, you never know with these judges. Yeah, uh, rounding out the prelims, it's going to be Billy Quarantillo, Quarantillo versus Damon Jackson. Um, Billy has a record of 17-5, 5-3 five, five in the UFC. Jackson with a record of 22-5-1, 5-3-1 in the UFC. Um, it kind of depends to me where this fight is fought, if it's on the ground or if it's on the feet. If it's on the feet, Billy gets it done easily. If it's on the ground, I think Damon edges it out. Um, uh, overall, I do have Billy winning the fight, by, uh, either decision or KO. Yes, and uh, I do as well. I have him winning by knockout. I think he's going to be able to get it done before this has to go to decision. I think Billy's got great power. Um, Jackson, if he can get the takedowns, then, yeah, he should be able to win this fight. I just don't think he's going to be able to. I think Quarantillo is going to put on that pressure um, that we've seen him do in the past. And Jackson, at this point in his career, you've seen him. It's been kind of a kind of a weird little downfall considering he's still winning. But... You know, you get starched by Dan Ihe, it's not a good look. So, um, you know, I hate, I hate to like look at losses as a as a means of justifying my decisions, but you kind of have to. And uh, yeah. like I said, just Damon Jackson, just watching him lately, he just like so his his like so his durability is is a question is a big question mark for me. And got and going up against a guy like Quarantillo, that's uh, probably the worst question mark to have. So yeah, give me Billy by KO. Yeah, 28 fights is, I mean, obviously there's guys with a lot more fights, but 28 fights is still a lot of fights. Um, Take a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Next up, uh, starting out the main card, you got Ignacio Bahamondes. Oh, man. Yes, you messed up both of those Bahamond- names. <laughs> Ignacio Bahamondes. Bahamondes. <laughs> man. Versus Ladovic Klein. Um. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Baja Mondes is 14-4, and 3-1 in the UFC. Klein, 19-4, 3-2 in the uh, UFC. Um, I think Klein's a little bit more rounded, but I think Baja Mondes gets it done by uh, KO. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, I think Baja Mondes is, uh, he's he's been getting better and better and better and better in each fight. Dude's pretty young. I mean, so, so is Klein, but... Um, Bahamundes, he's been fighting decently actively. He kind of had a pretty big layoff between his last two fights. But, um, man, I mean, we go back and watch these fights. He's, he's kind of, he's kind of dominating. Um, Klein, um, on the other hand, he's, he's been very underwhelming. Um, 
you know, his best fight has been against Mason Jones, who has been cut from the UFC. So, uh, not not exactly the greatest look. Um, basically, with all that being said, like I said Bahamundes is he's he's definitely improved all around. Man, he's got some good takedown defense that Klein's definitely going to be looking for. So yeah, give me give me Ignacio by decision. I think he should be able to defend the takedowns, land those more significant strikes, be a little bit more active, and look a lo- look a lot better in the judges' eyes than Klein probably ever will. Yep. Uh, concur. Um, moving on, we have Tanner Bozer versus Alexa Kammer. Um, Bozer twenty ten and one overall, four and five in the UFC. Kammer six and two overall, one and two in the UFC. Uh, I'm gonna be honest; don't really know how they scored a uh, main card fight here. Both of them having losing records in the UFC. I know that sometimes doesn't matter, but uh. I, I don't know. I just don't like seeing that on a main card to me. Um, they're pretty low ranked in the, their their division to be on a main card, number eighty and number sixty eight, like heavyweights in the world. But uh, I just I got a camera by TKO. I think he's a little bit more active, a uh, little bit younger. So I got him by TKO. Yeah, you say you um that camera's more active. I think um. That's kind of, at least in my eyes, I think it's a little backwards. Bozer's definitely the more active fighter. Uh, camera's coming off oh, of wait, a two-year no, no, layoff. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Camera, uh, camera took a good little layoff, didn't he? Yes, he's coming off a two-year layoff, which isn't the worst thing to do when you're 25. But like I said, with UFC fighters, it's hit or miss. Sometimes they come back looking exactly how they looked when they, you know, before they took the layoff. And other times they're drastically improved. So um, this this fight's gonna suck um, unless Cameron just comes out and like he's he's done some karate kid training the past two years. Uh, like I said, this fight just isn't gonna be that interesting. I ha- I do have Cameron by decision. Um, I'm not sure what else. I don't know. Like I said, I think the only reason this fight's on the main card is just because it's light heavyweights. I, that may be the only reason it's there. But yes. Um, you know, Kimura to had two losses and then took a layoff. So uh, maybe he's been doing some, you know, soul searching, soul searching, getting some good training in. You never know. Yeah, some Jan Blahovich suicide force training. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, moving on to a better fight. We've got Diego Lopez versus Gavin Tucker. Um, Tucker thirteen and two in the uh, overall four and two in the UFC. Lopez twenty one six zero and one in the UFC. Um. Man, it's, I think these two guys are pretty much evenly matched. Uh, and the <clears throat> rankings also agree with me, with Tucker being the number 59 featherweight in the world and Lopez being the number 60 featherweight in the world. I do have, I guess you could call it a slight upset, I do have Lopez by decision here. Um, uh, I checked the odds today. Lopez is actually, I guess, it's, I guess, as far as rankings are concerned, yeah, it's a bit yeah, upset. Just been yeah, Lopez is. Um, I think a lot of money's been coming in on Lopez for what that's worth. He's a decent favorite. He's one of the, I won't say one of the bigger favorites on the card, but he's a pretty decent favorite. And uh, I kind of agree with the public here. Tucker's getting older. Uh, he has once again hasn't fought in a couple years. Uh, and the only re- only way I see him winning this fight is by getting ground control. And which I think he can do because Lopez has been taken down by it feels like everyone he fights, whether or not they have good takedowns or not. 
And I mean, boy, this dude cannot fight off his back. But I just I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. I think Lopez is going to be able to put on some pressure, and I think Lopez will probably end up on top. Uh, I kind of I foresee him getting a uh, submission or a TKO. I kind of see him going for a uh, club and sub kind of deal. He's going to wear Tucker down. So Tucker's going to like I said, he's just getting older. You don't really want to put faith in a guy who's getting older and. You know, got like I mean, I don't know, I don't know. Just a lot of question marks for Tucker right now. Unless I'll I'll take the much younger guy, much more active guy, and the guy who I think has a little bit more passive victory. Yep, I agree with that. Uh, moving on to the second or the last fight before I would say kind of like co-main events with Jessica Andrade and uh, Suarez, and then Sanhagen and Font. Um, Dustin Jacoby versus Kennedy. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Um, Jacoby is 18 and seven overall, six and four in the UFC, and Kennedy is 12 and three, six and three in the UFC. Um, another pretty closely ranked bout. I go off a ranking sometimes. I know it doesn't always uh, mean anything. However. It is good to know. Jacoby, the number 17 ranked light heavyweight in the world, and Kennedy, the number 18. But I will go by Kennedy um, by decision. I think he's the favorite in the fight as well. So I do tend to agree with the public. Yes, and um, I think this is going to be a close fight. And this is all going to pivot off the game plan of Kennedy and Shaq Wu. So, look, look. Um, we've we've all seen. I say we've all seen the fights. So if you haven't seen the past fights of Kennedy and Shaq Wu, uh, go watch them because you're gonna say, "How's this dude in the UFC?" When you watch the first round of all of his fights, and because this dude gets beat up and it's never pretty, and and but it's it's weird because it's like he, it's like that's part of his game plan. It's like to almost let the opponent wear themselves out on him, and I mean, but this dude always looks like he's on the brink of death at the end of the first round. But so do his opponents after they beat him up. So then he'll just sneak in and do whatever he wants. It's kind of kind of a crazy crazy thing he has going on. But with all that being said, as I think uh Jacoby's gonna win the uh win the fight on the feet and the striking advantage is pretty big. I mean, he's got a solid kickboxing background, but with that being said, um, he's not going to have any takedown defense, and I think Kennedy and Shekwu, he's been solid. he's been really improving in the wrestling or grappling game lately. I think that's where the biggest advantage between either of these two fighters is is Kennedy's wrestling. So Kennedy, if he's smart, it's um it's not going to be a pretty fight, but he's just going to take down Jacoby, um, keep him there on the ground. Jacoby's not going to do much about it. Give me a check by decision. Yep. Um, moving on, got Jessica Andrade versus Tatiana Suarez. Um, Jessica Andrade has not looked good as of late. Um. Whereas Suarez is up and coming, she's undefeated. I do think Suarez gets the win via so uh, decision. Yeah, not much to be said about this fight. Kind of how you have it. Um, at this point in Andrade's career, it's um things haven't been pretty. I mean, just watching her in her past fights, it looks like she's going out there just to get the check and get out of there. She's got a lot going on in her personal life that she seems to care more about. And um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then I'm going to spare you the details. But at the end of the day, I think uh, Suarez, 
looked pretty good in her return off of a huge layoff against De La Rosa. But um, like I said, it looks solid in her return. I think it's more or less going to be the same against Andrade. I think Andrade is kind of – she's going to go in there, not do much. Torres is going to take advantage, get her down to the ground because Andrade sucks at defending takedowns anyways. And at this point in her career, I don't I trust her to defend a takedown against the wind. So Torres is going to do that. Um, I think Suarez is going to try – She you know, she's going to play the game where she's going to try and win minutes on top, but she's going to eventually get a submission in. And I think it's probably going to happen in the first round too. So, yeah, give me Tatiana Suarez by submission, first round, quick fight. Goodbye on charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of sad the way Jessica's career has just kind of fallen off. Um, moving on to the next fight, Corey Sanhagen versus Rob Font. Uh, Corey Sanhagen at 16-4 and four, and Rob Font at 20-6. and six. Both won their last fight. Um, Font does have a slight reach advantage. However, uh, Sanhagen has a slight leg reach advantage. I think they're both pretty pretty similar in the sense of their styles of fighting. Um, but I do have Sanhagen winning the fight. What do you have him winning by? Knockouts. Interesting. Yeah, I think that could go either way. I think uh, um, he has just as much, much of an um, path to win it by decision as he does knockout. I think that's totally a coin flip. Uh, Rob Font, I mean, look, the dude's tough. Don't get me wrong, but it's just one of those things. It's kind of like Tony Ferguson last week. You know, like, you know, you, you fight – you fight a fight and it kind of ruins your career. And Rob Font has gotten to that point in his career where um, the Marlon Vera fight was not, wasn't pretty. And he just hasn't looked good since granted it's only been one fight, but I mean, even before then he just wasn't looking the best. Um, so yeah. Uh, aging Rob Font, uh, too much damage, Rob Font. And don't get me wrong, Corey, Corey Sanhagen, he's not exactly, a powerhouse. I mean, I don't think he's got the most power in his shots. He's very fast. Yes. And I think he's just going to be able to get a knockout. I mean, like I said, Rafa, I don't think he's ever been knocked out, but I think, I think it happens. I think it happens this weekend. Give me Sanhagen my knockout. Um. Yeah. So going off to font, I mean, you say he didn't look great in his, uh, leading up to that Vera fight. He did. He had one uh, three straight, I believe, heading into that Aldo fight. And then, of course, lost to Josie Aldo, Jose Aldo, which is, I mean, no shame in losing to Aldo. One of the, if not the greatest featherweight of all time. Featherweight? Flyweight. Feather, what? I'm sorry. What? Uh, he's flyweight, right? Oh, I'm not good with the divisions. Bantamweight? I don't know. But I don't think I think Aldo was outside of his uh, weight class in that one. But obviously, Aldo, one of the greatest fighters of all time. Um, no, no, no shame in losing to that man. And then, of course, losing to Marlon Vera, who was great in his own right. Um, so, I don't think he is just falling off of a cliff, like like you say, but. He definitely hasn't looked like himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. I think, and truth be told, I'll stick to my guns. I do think he's kind of fallen off pretty majorly. I mean, look, yeah, yeah he's falling off. And you'll sure, definitely see it come this weekend. It's, it's not going to be a competitive fight. I think it's somewhat disrespectful to uh, to compare it to like, hey, Tony Ferguson type drop off. Right, but I mean, 
most people would also say that's disrespectful to say that Tony Ferguson has a huge drop or had a huge drop off, but it is what happened. He fought Justin Gagey, man. I don't know what you want. Say. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, look, you put me. I'm, I'm looking at two fighters right now. One who lost to Marlon Vera pretty easily, pretty badly, I should say, and one who beat Marlon Vera not even four months ago. So I, I hear you. I think Sandhagen wins the fight very easily. I'm just saying about Font. I don't think I don't think it's as bad of a drop off as like, like I said, uh, Tony Ferguson. That was it's 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 really ugly for Tony. I mean, yeah, sure. There's not many fighters who have the same downfall as Tony Ferguson, but I do think well, say, Rob Font, Rob Font may be Rob Font may be on that descent after, especially if Sanhagen knocks him out, knocks Font out. I mean, I'm not sure what more Font could do because, like I said, he's never. I don't think he's ever been knocked out, but like I said, I think it's going to happen this weekend. I mean, the dude's just aging and he's aging badly. This it's a this isn't like a fine wine aging. This is like a you know I don't Washed even know. Yeah, I mean, yes, it's just – it's not pretty. And like I said, I think Sanhagen is just a more complete fighter. He's going to – he should be able to be falling up pretty easily. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, I, yeah, I think Sanhagen easily can get the finish here. Um, I'm a big fan of Sanhagen. Yeah, I am as well. He's um, he's impressed me, even, if, and even in his losses – He's impressed me because I think he lost in a split decision to D- Dillashaw, and then you lose to Peter Yan. You know, Peter Yan hasn't looked the best lately, but he still is Peter Yan. So, yeah. Now, I mean, yeah, that, Peter Yan fight, that was before Yan uh, fought uh, Osman Sterling again, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I can't remember how long Jan, was. that was actually good. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, like, it's like, I think Yan, what, didn't Yan actually lose his last fight? I can't remember. Yes. He I lost can't who he to Davalish. Davalshi? I can never oh, pronounce Oh, yes. Name. Yes. Okay. I knew I knew it wasn't. I knew he fought Sean O'Malley, but I knew that wasn't his last fight. I guess that's what I was getting at. I couldn't remember what his last yeah, fight yeah. was. I I'm just knew it wasn't lie. Sean O'Malley. Yeah. He, he kind of got robbed in that fight against Sean O'Malley. Yeah. And that's why I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure. Like that was like a bad robbery, but then he lost a fight after that. Where like everyone's like, ah, you know, like you know, okay, yeah, like oh, we can figure <laughs> it out now, whatever. Yeah, because it's not like that decision robbery. loss is like huge loss on Pierian's career now at this point because he's lost a crap ton now. Yeah, so um, Sanhagen did beat Song, who by the way just got robbed at gunpoint the other day. If y'all heard about that, which is nuts to me. Um. He's a pretty good fighter, and he obviously he beat Vera. So I think Sanhagen, there's obviously an avenue for the to the belt for him. Uh, let mm-hmm. me rephrase it to an opportunity at the belt. Yes, yes. I don't think anybody in the division beats uh, Sterling. Yeah, and I think I think actually they're promoting this fight to be whoever wins this fight Gets that the will get the. Uh, yes, I think that's yeah. how they're promoting it. If I'm not mistaken. I haven't really seen much promotion for this for this card, even though, like you know, we've been saying it's going to be some pretty close fights. Um, you know, it wouldn't, yeah, be, it wouldn't sure. surprise me for about like five or six of the fights I've called if it went the other way. But oh yeah, no kidding. That's the beauty of the UFC. Yep, gotta love it. Always well. Um, any other weekend events you want to touch on? 
Uh, not that I know of. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. All right. Well, well, if that's the case, then yes, we can we can wrap this up. Yep. Thank you for listening, everybody. There you go. Yeah, I know you've been thinking about that <laughs> this whole past my hour. And I'm bad about <laughs> saying thanks for watching. <laughs> thanks so. for watching, everyone. You watch too much YouTube, so you know, you hear <laughs> yeah. all your um the people you subscribe to say thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Please leave a like. Uh, like comment, comment and subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yes no we're not we're not youtubers yet so we'll we'll stick to the it. um we'll stick to the major streaming platforms for audio only at least for now who knows and um but yes uh yes thank you all for tuning in and listening we do always greatly appreciate it feel free to follow us add us if you think any of our decisions on these ufc fights are stupid or if um you know, you're as excited as the NFL returning as us. You know, holla at us. Let us know. I know we're excited. I will not stop talking about it from here on out. That's all I'm going to be more and more and more. Unless MLB, Pels thank goodness. So, Pels and six. Oh, yes. And then, yes, basketball will return shortly after that. But, you know, it all really is back with the world team. But, anyways, once again, thank you all for tuning in and listening. Um, Y'all enjoy y'all's day, evening, night, whatever it may be. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Yep. Thanks.